Hey, friends, welcome back to Anti-Visions. Well, since I've gotten into the topic of the Great Reset and talking about the World Economic Forum, I thought I'd just share something that might be of interest to you. It's something so conspiratorial that it's not even a conspiracy. And of course, I'm just kidding, but it does seem these days that it's hard to differentiate what's a conspiracy and what's not a conspiracy. And oftentimes what was conspiracy three months later turns out to not be a conspiracy. But what I'm about to share are just some simple facts about the World Economic Forum and some of their activity that will make you say, well, it's no wonder that people believe all kind of conspiracies about them. In specific, I'm going to share about some of the organized events that the World Economic Forum carried out before the pandemic. One of them was in October 2019, where the World Economic Forum collaborated with the Johns Hopkins and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation on a pandemic exercise entitled Event 201. And they simulated an international response to the outbreak of a novel coronavirus. Now, mind you, this is before the outbreak of the novel coronavirus. This is October 2019. So it was only two months before the outbreak in China became news. And and it was five months before the WHO declared it a pandemic. And it, it is striking the kind of things that they say because they go through a full simulation as though, you know, these different countries are actually really dealing with it. So I'm going to play a clip from the actual footage. And just mind you, I am not saying that they actually are the ones that release the pandemic. It's just eerie. On behalf of our center and our partners, the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to our audience here in New York, as well as our larger virtual audience participating online today. The Event 201 scenario is fictional. Today's scenario is going to simulate meetings of a multi-stakeholder group called the Pandemic Emergency Board. We're at the start of what's looking like it will be a severe pandemic. And there are problems emerging that can only be solved by global business and governments working together. There has been uh, some conspiracy theories that are around about uh, the potential that pharmaceutical companies or the UN have released this for their own benefit. And maybe this is a time for us to showcase some cases where we are able to to bring forward some bad actors and leave it before the courts to decide whether they have actually spread some fake news. A new coronavirus. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. In related news, a significant demand for personal protective equipment like N95 masks and gloves are on the rise. Patients are overwhelming healthcare facilities. People are avoiding public spaces out of fear of infection and in compliance with public health recommendations. Our U.S. affiliate has just released polling results on public expectations for a vaccine. And 65% of those polled are eager to take the vaccine, even if it's experimental. I'm not optimistic about having the vaccine in time to be relevant during this pandemic. With enough money and political will, anything is possible. Penalties have been put in place for spreading harmful falsehoods, including arrests. If the solution means controlling and reducing access to information, 
think it's the right choice. The world saw large-scale protests and in some places riots. This led to violent crackdowns in some countries and even martial law. The public lost trust in their respective administration. Economists say the economic turmoil caused by such a pandemic will last for years. The societal impacts, the loss of faith in government, the distrust of news, and the breakdown of social cohesion could last even longer. Now, hopefully these guys don't have a knack for predicting catastrophes because recently in Jerusalem, on December 9th to be specific, Israel and uh, the, the International Monetary Fund, uh, otherwise known as the IMF, I think there were 10 countries actually involved, did a cyber attack on global financial systems simulation. So... I'm just going to read. This is from Reuters. It says, Israel on Thursday led a 10-country simulation of a major cyber attack on the global financial system in an attempt to increase cooperation that could help to minimize any potential damage to financial markets and banks. The simulated war game, as Israel's finance ministry called it and planned over the past year, evolved over 10 days, with sensitive data emerging on the dark web. The simulation also used fake news reports that, in this scenario, caused chaos in global markets and a run on banks. The simulation, likely caused by what officials called sophisticated players, featured several types of attacks that impacted global foreign exchange and bond markets, liquidity, integrity of data, and transactions between importers and exporters. These events are creating a havoc in the financial markets, said a narrator of a film shown to the participants as part of the simulation and seen by Reuters. Israeli government officials said that such threats are possible in the wake of the many high-profile cyber attacks on large companies and that the only way to contain any damage is through global cooperation since current cybersecurity cyber is not always strong enough. Quote, attackers are 10 steps ahead of the defender. Micah Weiss, financial cyber manager at Israel's finance ministry, told Reuters. Participants in the initiative, called Collective Strength, included Treasury officials from Israel, the United States, the United Kingdom, United Arab Emirates, Austria, Switzerland, Germany, Italy, the Netherlands, and Thailand, as well as representatives from the International Monetary Fund, World Bank, and Bank of International Settlements. The narrator of the film in the simulation said governments were under pressure to clarify the impact of the attack, which was paralyzing the global financial system. One narrator said, The banks are appealing for emergency liquidity assistance in a multitude of currencies to put a halt to the chaos as counterparties with withdraw their funds and limit access to liquidity, leaving the banks in disarray and ruin. The participants discussed multilateral policies to respond to the crisis, including a coordinated bank holiday, debt repayment grace periods, swap-slash-repo agreements, and coordinated delinking from major currencies. So bank holidays would be something to the effect of, yeah, you can't make a run on the bank because we closed it down. And from what I understand, there are now laws in place in the United States that 
if there was some kind of collapse like this, the you wouldn't be able to withdraw your money. And you become the lender, the the lender of last resort or something like that, so that they can actually take the money out of your bank account and use that money. Um, also, it's interesting, it says, the this last thing here about a coordinated delinking from major currencies. Well, hmm, what major currency might that be? Oh, oh, you mean like the United States currency, the, the reserve currency of the world? Hmm. Anyways, just thought you might find it interesting. And, you know, if there happens to be some kind of massive cyber attack on the global financial system in the coming days that's on par with the recent pandemic, don't be tempted to believe it's a conspiracy just because these people happened to do a practice right before it happened, just like they did two months before the other pandemic. And I know I say that and you think, wow, Eric must really believe this conspiracy. But I don't know. Honestly, at times it's it's sometimes hard to know what to believe. I can understand why people believe crazy things because these people are doing crazy things. All right. See you next time on Anti-Visions. Mm-hmm.